0: We asked Ron Van Dam how he thinks he comes across to his listening audience. Bubbly and wonderful and funny all the time. Wait. Wh- what? Whoa. <laughs> Hold on. Have you listened to yourself recently? And by recently, I mean any time in the last 30 years of broadcasting? Because... Wow. Okay. Live the dream, Ronnie. You are listening to Ron Van Dam on New England Broadcasting. That's called self-deprecating humor. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. It's the Ron Van Dam Show. Thank you. Thank you. Hold on tight. Things can get a bit weird if you like that sort of thing. Welcome to the program. It is the Ron Van Dam Show. I can prove it. I have my birth certificate here. Sometimes I like to look at my birth certificate to, uh, oh, relive the old days. <laughs> I look at how much I weighed when I was born and it makes me feel good that I can lose that much weight if I want to. And, uh, yeah, it's fun to look at your birth certificate. You should do it sometime. Just, it's, it's a good time. It's a, it's a trip down memory lane. Apparently, I was born in 2017. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, 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 this is the title to my car. I got the wrong paper. Got a theme song, we understand it, we get it. Thanks for being here. Oh my god. Did did you get a haircut? Oh, you're losing your hair. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. It was meant as a compliment, turned out to be a realization that you don't want to know about. So ugh. Every once in a while I will look in the mirror. <laughs> I totally guarantee. It's not a good experience. You should never do that. Ladies, oh, oh, ladies, before you put your makeup on, don't even go there. Oh, my God. Oh. They had this thing online, which I think is crazy. I had this thing on, online. I was, I was surfing through my – I was hanging 10 through the Internet And I came across this uh, posting, schmosting article in the Internet Google show. And uh, it had photographs of attractive models and celebrities, females, without their makeup on. Wow. (laughs) That was like, whoa. It, It was so refreshing. It was such a slap of reality. When I'm looking at a really beautiful woman, like a supermodel or something like that, uh, I'm not looking at them. I'm looking at a artist's rendition using makeup as, as their painting tools. It was, wow, do they really look that horrible? Well, they don't look horrible, but they do. Don't look like we see them in magazines and on television, nothing close to it. You know, it's, um, but for a man, that's a magical day because men don't put on makeup anymore. Uh, Men look the way that they look, Uh, they've been feeling bad about that for centuries now. Uh, And it's just, it's just refreshing to see that, well, you ladies, you know, you're kind of prettier than we are anyway, but you're not like what you portray yourselves to be. So the difference isn't that extreme, really. I didn't know this, but women get pimples and, and little skin things too. I did not know. I thought they didn't. I thought that was not allowed. Yeah. Yeah. They get things. Anyway, uh, if, if you've been married, then you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but the bottom line is, don't look in the mirror. Oh, my God. There should be a warning sticker on the mirror itself. Something like objects that appear in the mirror really are, that's the way you really look. If you have any type of um, depression condition, or uh, you're suicidal, or you, you, you just, you're just really depressed, don't look in the mirror. Oh, my God, this has got to stop. The mirror uh, points out every single blemish, um, oozing pus sore, every one of them. There isn't a time that I don't look in the mirror and say to myself, what the hell is that? Unless you look in the mirror, you don't know you have stuff. I always wondered, I always wondered, the mirror, the image that we see in the mirror, is this like our impression of what we think we look at? How many of you, raise your hand. Just raise your hand. I don't give a shit why. Raise your hand if you... When you look in the mirror, you always thought you looked better than that. Everybody, right? Every once in a while, will look in the mirror and go, oh, I look pretty good. That doesn't happen a lot. Do- unless Unless a woman has just put her makeup on. But that doesn't happen a lot. Usually, it's like, ooh, that's not the impression I have of myself. When you walk into a room, you're usually picturing yourself much younger and much better dressed than the way you are. But then when you look in the mirror, you realize, oh, that didn't, that didn't work out. It's unfortunate, but it's true. I like fun house mirrors because you know that that's not the way you look, so it's not intimidating. Your response when you look at a bad mirror is, well, thank God I don't really look like that. So it's helpful. Uh, Age has a lot to do with it. Uh, The older you get, the more critical you get of yourself because now you're changing and you're not used to that change. Your face gets fatter. Your body gets fatter. Your skin starts to just give up. Your hair starts to uh, remove itself from the top of the head and relocate in the ears. And a lot going on coming out of that nose. What is that about? Why does hair relocate like that? I might have hair growing out of my ass. I just can't see it. I very rarely, if ever, Seen my ass. Unless someone takes a picture of it, but we shouldn't be going there. I have no idea what my back looks like. Not a clue. Not a clue. I'm sure I've got all kinds of pimples and lesions and outcroppings, but I don't know it. I can feel stuff back there, but I can't see it. My head doesn't turn around that much to be able to look in the mirror at my back. can't do it. It requires a series of mirrors placed in a specific location, uh, la- longitude, latitude, and I, it takes a lot to set up just to look at your back. It's really impossible to do. I don't have that many mirrors. It requires an entire crew, and I can't get into that. As I've said on the show before, actually I have an appointment later today, not that you care. I have an appointment uh, to go to my hairstylist. I have a hairstylist. I don't. I haven't done barbers in, uh, since I was like eight years old. I have a hairstylist. And she's good at what she does because she can see what she's doing, I can't. And she always makes me look good. And she's got a mirror that I sit in front of and uh, I see the transition and I actually think I look better after she has worked on me. And when I say worked on me, I'm talking about hammers and chisels and the whole bit. But she does something at the end that bothers me. And it happens every once in a while. She will take a second mirror and place it behind my head and have it reflected into the mirror in front of me. And for the first and only time in a long period, I can actually see what the back of my head looks like. And it's never a picnic. Oh my God. It's like, it's like crop circles. Like, what? what wait a minute. Do, is that what I look like from the back? Now I make damn sure no one's walking behind me when I do anything. I don't want them to see what's going on back there. It's awful. That realization um, is just depressing. It's just, you think you've got seasonal depression? I've I've got head depression. I can see what's going on in the front of my head with a regular mirror, but the back of my head is like a whole new planet to me. I don't know what it looks like on the surface of Neptune or if Neptune even has a surface because a lot of these planets turned out to be gas, which is a story of my life. (laughs) I turned out to be nothing but a gaseous state myself. I don't believe I have any, I don't think I have any bones or any, any solid surface. I think I am made up totally of gas. And believe me, a lot of people would not argue that point. So I don't know what I look like. It's like visiting another surface. It's annoying. It's annoying. And I have to go through that today. And I. And when, when the hairstylist says to me, her name is Terry, by the way. And I don't know why I threw that in. I'm trying to make the story a little bit more human by personalizing it. Uh, she asked me at the end, she said, do you want to see the back of your head? And I think this time I'm going to say, no, I'm going to pass on that because I'd rather be happy. Anyway, it's, it's a horrible situation. Mirrors are just, they're evil. They are evil. I don't know who invented this reflection thing. But it's not a good thing. I, I, it was pro- mirrors are probably invented by some guy whose last name was Mirror. You know who invented the Mirror? No, I don't. Christopher Mirror. Oh, my God. But it wasn't really him. It was really his spouse, Betty Mirror. Oh, my God, there was a Betty Mirror. Yes. That's why we call it a mirror. Um, that's not true, by the way, but... It's just fun to say. Uh, Yeah, uh, getting older is weird. It's weird. And, you know, when you say, oh, you know, you're old or you're looking old to somebody, all you're doing is just foreshadowing you. I mean, (laughs) we, we all grow old. I mean, even those supermodels, as I've just said toward the beginning of the program, if you were listening, even the supermodels don't look like that. They get older, too. They get injections into their face. They get Botox. They, they, they get Botox intravenously every other day. Is it good for them? Mm, supposedly, it gets rid of migraine headaches, so I guess it's not horrible. People that have had Botox usually, you can see that they've had Botox, unless you put makeup over it, and then it's kind of. I guess that works, but otherwise, oh my God, Botox! Ooh, people look weird with the facelifts and the the boob lifts and the guys don't do any of that. If they could get a penis lift, they get that, but actually, they wouldn't get it because the outcome would be great, but what you must go through painfully. Uh, playing down there with the with the groin area, no, you're not touching that. You're not touching that. I've got very sensitive things going on between my legs, and you're not going there. No, do not pack a picnic lunch. That is not an outing that I approve of. Look, I can't even see what my ass looks like, much less you going uh, in a, in a, some kind of a expedition uh, down. No, no, no. Uh, excuse me, no colonoscopy is about as far as you're going to get. And the only reason I allow that is because there are cameras, dashboard cameras. So, um, you know, if something goes wrong, we can always check the tape. That can be used as evidence in your trial. Uh, Every morning, and I mean every morning, and I mean every morning, I wake up stiff. That can mean two different things. When I was younger, when I woke up stiff, you know what I'm saying? That was not bad. I had something to work with. You know what I'm saying? 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 But when I got older, I woke up stiff and had a whole different meaning because the part that was supposed to be stiff isn't stiff, but the back and the legs, they're stiff now, and I can't do much with that. When I get up in the morning uh, or shift my weight in bed just before I get up, I am stiff. I am stiff, and I don't know why. Uh, Probably because I didn't move too much during the night. I don't know what I do during the night because I'm sleeping. I, I <laughs> At one point, I thought I would set up a video camera, like a security camera kind of thing. And I would watch myself sleep and probably... But, I, you know, I don't want to do that because if I saw a tape of me sleeping, I probably would never sleep again. (laughs) It would be not psychologically. It'd be quite damaging to see that. So don't do it. I could do it. I technologically could do it, but I couldn't do it because I don't want to see it. I don't want other people to see it. Hey, Ron, uh, show me that video of you sleeping and what you look like during the night. Um, no. Can we just like look at something else? How about a movie? No, 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 no. But I wake up stiff and I've got a doctor's appointment in March. And when I walk, uh, it's, it's, uh, I have a doctor's appointment once a year. It's called the annual physical should be the annual mental cause that's what it ends up being. And then, uh, every, every half year I have that, I got that follow up stuck in the middle of the year. That's what's happening in March. It's the follow-up, and the follow-up uh, uh, has nothing to do with anything. Uh, it is just so that the, uh, the medical group can make some money off of me so they can put their kids through college, and I get it. I, it's, these are tough times. So the follow-up, uh, the doctor walks in after I've been sitting in that little room for like 45 minutes or what seems like 45 minutes, and she walks in, the first thing she says to me is, Ron, uh, how are you? How you feeling? And my response has always been, good, I'm 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 good, Now, what do you want? This time, I might actually say to her when she says, Ron, how you feeling? I might say, I'm starting to get very stiff in the morning. And I know what her response is going to be. She's going to say to me, well, that's part of getting older. Do you exercise? And embarrassingly, my response will be, what's that? I don't know what you're talking about. She'll say, Ron, we've been through this like year after year. You've got to keep your body in motion. And I I ask her like, why? What, What if there's nothing to do? She says, Ron, you've got to constantly move. Oh God, that's a lot. That's a lot. But I do, I do. I think the secret to a healthy body is eating properly with your mouth and um, moving around a lot. And I started to do that. Here's my little trick because I watch a lot of television. I, watch a, I have all my life, but I've been doing it wrong. Just like I've been sleeping wrong. I didn't read the book. I didn't know how you sleep correctly. I just, I, I never read that book. Here's what I do. I watch television and, uh, but they're not movies. They're not movies. They're television shows. And as you know, in a television show, you get about maybe four or five minutes of television show and then they go to a commercial break, which lasts about another four minutes. What I do is every single time it goes to a commercial break, I don't sit there and watch the commercials. What's the point of that? I get up from the couch and I walk around. I have an island in my kitchen, which is near the living room uh, den area. Uh, I I have an island. It's not Bermuda or anything like that. It's just a kitchen island. It's got a sink in it and a dishwasher and stuff. It's an island. So I get up and I walk around the island um, and I say hello to the island people, the villagers. <laughs> but I, no, point is I walk around the house while the commercials are on and I just walk in circles. And it, it probably, to another human being, looks a little bit psychopathic, but it's not. I'm getting my exercise every five or six minutes. I'm getting up and I'm doing exercise for three or four minutes. And that's how I'm, I'm structuring this. But I'll tell you, I've been doing this for, for months now. And it's, it's nice, it's pleasant, but I'm still waking up stiff. And I, and I, I, I think it's just, I think my doctor is going to say, hey, Ron, that's the way it is, my friend. That's just the way it is, my friend. And that's going to make me feel good. No, but it will, uh, it's an answer. It's an answer. I don't know how much a doctor visit is anymore because I don't pay for it. My health insurance pays for it. I don't get the bill ever. So I have no idea what they're claiming, what, what they claim that they've done to me or, or if they, if they charged me for an exam that I didn't have, I have no way of knowing whatsoever. I have nothing to go on. Shouldn't there be a law or something that before the medical group bills the health insurance, shouldn't they let the patient like go over the bill and say, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, I didn't have a blood test. What? They're scamming you. I, I don't know. I don't know. If I were paying the bill, I would have to see a complete breakdown of, of what they did to me. And then I'll pay the bill if indeed that, that matches up. It's like going through your credit card bill. I want to see each charge and make sure that I was not erroneously charged for something or there's no fraud involved. When I go to a restaurant, I want to see or when I get a receipt from going to the supermarket, I want to see the items that I bought, the prices. And uh, hey, wait a minute I, I I didn't buy a box of laundry detergent. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Uh, this is wrong. This receipt is wrong. I don't have that opportunity when I go to the doctor at all. They charge the health insurance company anything they want. I assume that they're being honest because they're doctors, right? Who's more honest than a doctor? right <laughs> That's like saying, "Well, who could be more honest than a human being?" Right? No, 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 Mister Santos. Political joke, Mister Santos. George Santos lies about everything. How can he get away with that? I'll tell you why. He's a Republican. Republicans get a, get away with lying all the time. Not that Democrats don't lie, but certainly there's no comparison. I'm trying to think of one good thing that a Republican did. Let, let's let's go over that list now. Well, there's a time they Hmm. How about when they? Uh, well, I'm sure it's when they Hmm. Can't come up with anything. Anyway, Uh, This is the Friday weekend edition of the program, which means I'm not doing this again until Monday. So this is going to last you through the weekend, and usually when this happens, I like to throw in a little pop quiz, you know, a little pop-up quiz like you had when you were in school. Remember that? You'd be sitting in the classroom and you know, just doodling or, you know, writing love letters to the girl in the second row who probably won't ever speak to you anyway. Too much information. And then all of a sudden the teacher uh, says, okay, um, pop quiz. And, uh, you know, then all of a sudden uh, everything changes, life changes as we know it. Uh, Because you know whatever the quiz is about, that you didn't expect you didn't study for it you know you weren't listening to them talking at all so <laughs> it's like someone coming up to you and saying uh so ron yesterday uh i went to uh went to the ball game and uh so there was i think in the second inning there was a, a home run uh okay ron now tell me what i just said oh god um yesterday you went to the Movies? No, I went to the ball game. (sighs) Oh, crap. I'm not good at pop-up quizzes. I have a way of phasing people out. It's a talent. It's not a problem. It's a talent. If somebody's talking to me and I'm totally bored, I don't necessarily tell them to shut up because it could cause problems. I let them talk because that's what they want. But I don't have to be there. So my mind just starts drifting somewhere else and I use it as quiet me time. Even though the other person is still blabbing away at my face, they have no clue that I'm not listening to them at all. Now, every once in a while, I'll throw in a a line as they're talking, but it has nothing to do with what they're talking about because I'm not even really listening so I'll say things like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, oh really, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, ooh, ah, you're kidding me, mm hmm, mm hmm, uh huh, mm hmm, uh huh, uh huh, nah. Mm-hmm. I'll do that, and then they think that I'm listening to them, and then I'm interested, but I'm not. I, I'm I'm doing mathematical equations trying to figure out my mortgage and my monthly payments to see if it's within my budget. I'm not listening to a word they're saying, unless there's a pop quiz. And when the person talking to me uh, is finished with the conversation, they may say to me, and Ron, uh, how do you feel about that? And, uh, and my response is the same all the time. Yeah, really, I know. And that's it. We're done. I haven't insulted anybody by saying, shut up, you have verbal diarrhea, I can't stand you, I don't want to be around you. Instead, I have maintained the dignity of both parties. Now, if you're a friend of mine, and there aren't a lot of them, and you're listening to this, you're probably saying, Ron, you mean that when I'm talking to you, you're not listening? That's correct. <laughs> but I know that won't stop you from next time from talking to me again like that because nothing will stop you. <laughs> nothing, you cannot be stopped. A barrage of bullets could not stop you from talking so much. It's your thing. Do what you're going to do. I can't tell you who you're talking to. I don't think those are all the words, but I think I got it wrong somewhere. Uh, I can't stop you from talking. There's no way. There's no. You are just one of those people. I'm, are you self-absorbed? There's, there are two ways, that, two reasons why you would be talking so much um, when the other no one could possibly be interested in all the stuff you're saying. Your, your endless monologues of, of trivial drama. Uh, you can't be stopped. There are only two reasons you would do this. One is because you're incredibly egotistical, but I think I would have picked up on that and you wouldn't be my friend to begin with. But I think the real reason is that um, you just love to hear yourself talk. It makes you feel worthy of something. Or you're uncomfortable with silence. Silence is wonderful. Do you know how you're in a really, really tight, good, comfortable relationship? When neither of you has to talk all the time. That's a relationship. That's comfort. Where we can both coexist without having to fill the air with words all the time. That's called comfort. That's called a a soul connection. That's how it works. Did you really have to come to me for relationship advice? I think you did. All right, I'm out of time for today. I'll be back again on Monday with a brand new program. And that'll be exciting within itself because I don't know what I'm going to be talking about. And you don't know what you're going to be talking about. Difference is, I do a show, and you don't. Have yourselves a wonderful day. I wish you peace.